Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is February 17th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. I uh, I think I gotta say, I gotta issue an apology right off the bat. I need to apologize to Tiger Woods for, I think, the disrespect that we showed him yesterday uh, on Wednesday's show. What do we disrespect them? You talk about the kitty. We, he can't we, be the kitty cat, the, or he can't. What do you mean? Some of the names the that we we threw out as the odds that you should. They're be literally matched who up he's with. next to on the board. What? It's not like we were we were setting them, but we did pick. I think everybody who was around ahead of him, like Hoagie and Kitty Cat, and all these others. Hey, I mean, it's. I don't want to be that guy. It's eighteen holes, so like I mean, if we're talking about the cold world of gambling, that's probably what you talk about. But this is not a gambling show, as much as we like to fake it sometimes. Let's talk about that finish. Um, I hope you're quenched. Thirsty bucket of the week, (laughs) year, month, generation. Andy Johnson. (laughs) This is unbelievable from hole one. And there we are with the little social video that the tour tweets out, and it's Rory giving a wink and a nod to JT, and directly in between them is you, still just persistent all through the afternoon. They're just grinning in between the two of them. I think Pat Vint tweeted the most dangerous place to be in L.A. this week is the space between a camera and you. It was unbelievable. Thirst bucket of the century. Andy Johnson and your little Proctor hoodie dancing around the canyon at Riviera. Pretty good stuff, uh, if I do say so myself. The, the, the tags got a little too much. I was like, God, get me out of this. Give me, I know he's there, but um, my phone wasn't working at all. Like it would, it would. I would get like moments of service, and my phone would just blow up with these like texts from friends. Just. I'm getting intel Listen, from the ground. I, had, I have no clue. I'm just trying to watch a golf tournament. Know, I'm not I, trying I, to be in shots. I'm not trying to be there. I'm just watching a freaking golf world. tournament. Just trying to trudge around, you know, stay out of people's way. Stay out of the, you know, PGA Tour security's way. You, you know, jumped and, and in the frame for the one, like the whatever, two or something. Anyways, I heard I heard from the crowd. It's like people are like, what could they possibly talk about? A mole on the inside told me you and Shackelford are, you know, going around whining, complaining about the cost of corduroy, the, the fabric. Just all, I'm getting all sorts of intel. I have people there. I was like, well, that sounds about right. He's like, and the person tells me, oh, well, they're both wearing corduroy right now. That They're just shouting about the cost of this fabric. Um, I was not shouting about that. <laughs> ah, so that was good. But you got to witness a memorable. I, I don't want to be hyperbolic here in the moment. We're recording about an hour and a half after it finished, two hours. 
I, it was a, a fantastic, one of the best days, Thursdays that I can recall on the PGA Tour. And I think because we kind of came off the high, it just finished with such a crescendo over those last um, three holes. Not just with Tiger, but the guys in his group, a little more Akawa action behind him, but just, a, and, and obviously the setting, Riviera. You really got to treat, you, did you go all 18? Uh, I, I I watched the first tee shot, then I caught him on three. Okay. And uh, went went three all eighteen, uh, the rest of the way. Okay, three through eighteen. Got super sunburnt, um, <laughs> but uh, was worth it. It's, was worth it. I, I put suntan. I said put suntan lotion on. Still got sunburnt. Seems like it's a know? fake winter situation over there. Everybody's bundled up like they're going down the slopes in Aspen. But it's. I mean, it's yesterday funny. was so cold, so windy. It was like. That morning, I, I guess I, I don't. Do you want to talk about the the pro am? That I think. <laughs> Why I think not? Tiger, Why would think, we not do I, that after he just so finished Tiger's birdie, 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 birdie? Does this like first six thirty tee time off? Yeah, and it's like you know he's hitting these shots, and it's just like um, you know when you're when it's so cold, the ball's just going nowhere. Your body doesn't really move right, and it's like he didn't look very good on on Wednesday, and. I had heard that he thought it was a nine-hole pro-am. Oh, really? And then it's like, oh no, we're going eighteen. No way. <laughs> so he walked eighteen, and thinking he could just was just yeah. Doing... He like stopped playing. He like stopped playing on the back nine. God. And there's you know there's all these people following him yeah. at the at the pro-am. Yeah. I I only joined for a few holes on the back nine, but but um. You know, anyways, like, so in terms concern, of like, maybe, yeah, it just, well, no, it just in terms of expecting what we saw today, I just think that everybody's, everybody didn't expect it based off of like the way he looked on Wednesday, based off of the way he looked last year. And then he's out there and he's just murdering the ball. I like cannot, I, I couldn't believe how freaking far he's hitting the golf ball. He's out driving Rory. He's 25 past JT. I don't know what's going on with JT. He's hitting in nowhere. He's out there like hitting poof balls out around. <laughs> Riff, I don't understand where the pop is. Is it but deliberate? Anyways, is, he de- is he deliberately kind of in, throttled down a little bit? Or he knows? might be, but it, it, I mean, he's given up a ton of yards. Uh, um, Tiger hit 184, 180.4 ball speed on number four, um, 177 on number eight, which is not necessarily like a rip it hole. You want to, it's more of a guider. Nine, he's murdered nine, nine. 18 up to 18, 17. It was funny. He characterized it in the quick quotes as like uh, just the way it was playing. The, he was he thought it said it played into his hands. There was like just this all aerial game. Like he couldn't keep up as well. But like he, the word he used was you can scoot it around here. I don't know if you you were there. Did it feel like that was the case? I mean, 18 is all where that happens just because of the elevation change. But the way he talked about scooting the ball around in 17, he kind of did that. He sent like a runner, sort of a low low cut around the bunker. I don't think he has necessarily the carry. He's got that like that knuckle distance, right? Yeah. So if we're talking like soggy Oak Hill, which it probably will be in May, 
I don't think it's going to go as far. Like, cold, soggy, oh, kill. Yeah. But if, if you know, LACC, that place is going to play so short because it's going to be bouncy. It's going to be firm. You know, it's going to be fast. And, you know, the Masters, depending on the weather, if we, I, we're due for a, a Masters where it doesn't just dump rain. We're due for it. We are. <clears throat> so, you know, I, I think... In terms of uh, Tiger, I more most importantly, it, he walked so much better than last year. Interesting. And it was one round, but like, like I talked about, I think on on uh, Wednesday show, you know, watching him walk last year was like hard. Yeah. Oh yeah. To do. It was uncomfortable. Um, and he did walk significantly better. It like. I was really paying attention when he was going up hills, and he did it pretty well. Um, I obviously, I think it's still a huge problem. The ankle seems like it's like, you know, it doesn't like look good when he's walking. Yeah. Um, but it's so much better. World's better. Um, and he just the thing about it too is like he's rusty. He was not super sharp i thought his short game was was left a lot to be desired um you know he obviously made a mess of 10 his chip shot on 17 was really bad he bailed himself out with a putt yeah um he had a really bad chip on another hole where it just it, it wasn't a terrible chip it just checked up on him um what a hole was that i should have written it down um i don't you know so in terms of the overall game like he shot two under he had some really good shots down the stretch i mean the shot on 16 oh, that iron was just so filthy control. i mean just right over well and he hit this like big cut into cut. into a wind that was coming right to left it was gorgeous it was just like the the perfect iron shot and i think that's the thing with tiger right is like his ability to hit the shot that is being called for and to do it with such ease is like 16 to short part of three. And he hit like a 50 yard cut with a short iron into the wind. And just it, it, the distance control is perfect. Like that's the stuff. I mean, when you obviously we, we aren't going to get a lot of tiger in the next, you know, and we have to cherish whatever we get. But like, those are the shots to me that are the ones that you see. And you're like, man, this guy is just on a whole different planet than everybody else. Can I just not to totally get off the tiger thing? I wonder how much that's rubbed off on JT because it was really fun to watch him today as well. I think like the shot on five when he missed the green left there. Uh, oh my God. I, you of course shot. were in the background because you were in the back. Like I could, like I saw you there. Uh, that had to be fun to see up close. Just kind of yeah. have it climb the hill there, and then obviously makes the makes the down putt to get, to get down. Just really, I just wonder how much that's rubbed off on JT. Uh, him telling him, "Hey, you got to make more shots," and, and JT obviously having the natural ability to do so as a starting point. But um, so the cool cra- to watch I mean, the crazy thing with JT was like the fans didn't go nuts for that shot. That shot was so freaking good. Right. It was insane how right. good that shot was. Right. right. If he had flopped that up in the air, everybody would have gone nuts. 
But the fact that he played that on the ground, I mean, it was like a putt almost. It was so cool. What was your favorite moment? I mean, is that too big a thing to uh, distill it down to? I mean, I just, I, the I last mean, hour was amazing. Well, they all go bingo, bango, bongo. They, they all yeah. do it. I, I, like, I, I got home from bas- kids' basketball practice and they were on, I don't know, 15 or something. I watched everything for, except for like that hour in the back nine. Like on a week that we got this Netflix show and there's like so much coverage of the Netflix show and we're a part of that. Go listen to Full Swing Thoughts. Like it was pretty cool to have like the actual product back. I'm not suggesting the show is going to supersede the product, but it was just like refreshing to get back to watching the actual golf. And then I don't really recall too many Thursdays concluding like that And, and you know, Tiger brings a different energy to everything. But even say you sub in another star for Tiger, it still would have been cool. Of course, Tiger takes it to a hundred, you know, a hundred different levels. But I just don't like the actual product is pretty freaking good if they just pay attention to it, if they really take care of it or caretakers of it instead of just having to fulfill the, this, that, and the other partner or this, that, and the other sponsor. Um, just putting that all first. You have such a good thing going for so many people. And I I, I know Tiger is his own class, but even without the Tiger thing, that would have been just a fabulous way to kind of, for an East Coaster, to cozy up for an hour and a half after dinner and watch those last four or five holes. So I just found it refreshing. It's sort of the deluge of the Netflix push and promo. And, and that's fine. It's, it's a big achievement, that show. It deserves what's get, you know, all the promo. But it just was cool to see like the real product for a while. And I can't imagine being there. Just Thursday. And now the big issue comes. Like, can he walk another 18 holes? And then another 18. Can he like the ball speed? I Huggy was making this like we know he has ball speed. It's like walking competitive golf tournaments for four. And that's just a very banal kind of straightforward point to make, but it's a good one. It's a it's a worthwhile one. So, I mean, do you, do you have a lot more hope for him this week and this year based on walking with him today? I think he just looks way better than he did last year. And I, I don't know what that means because he talked about it a little bit in his press conference right after um, how encouraging today was because of how much he struggled to close out rounds last year. And it, I think a lot of that has to do with the body. I thought in the middle of the back night, I thought he was getting tired. Um, he started to hit some kind of like leaky right drives. Um, but then obviously the finish was so good, right? Mm-hmm. That it, it kind of like dispelled that thought. It felt um, like the one shot. The just one shot into 16, like snapped him into it. Like, you know, like this, like, and maybe he was grinding or tired or fatigued, but like that one shot mentally sort of snapped him into that, you know, 17, you have an opportunity there. But like, I just wonder like converting that really kind of just uh, momentum is a real thing, kind of snapped him into finishing, closing it out the way he did. So absolutely awesome to watch. I thought like the pairing he had mattered. Right. It seemed like he was having a lot of fun. And you think about Tiger through the first 20 years of his career. He'd probably rather play with guys he hates, maybe 
right? Guys, like he, every, everyone's an adversary. Everyone's, everyone's somebody I want to break their neck, step on their neck, to use a Brooksy type cliche. But like now he's just at a different point in his career. And I think what's happened over the last year has drawn him closer, certainly to Rory. Um, and JT has gotten close with the last few years. It's it's just a different part of different person, different part of his career where the pairing can help him. Uh, being friend, having friends in that pairing, having friends that are pushing him, like with shot making and dis in drives that are certain distances, like that's a different thing from Tiger. Everyone in the field has always been an adversary, uh, and now maybe he has used a Netflix term frenemies playing alongside him because because it did help, and he talked about it. It's like unbelievable pairing, two great friends. Sounds like bones having bones around. Like it's just it's just a different that's nothing you would ever hear from Tiger in the first 20 years of his career. So cool day. Cool thing to follow. Yeah. Awesome day. Awesome thing to follow. Um, you know, you want you want to re- maybe the most amusing part yeah. of the day for me. Give it to me. On uh 17T. Rory hits his tee shot and some some fan yells forgiving. Oh god. Was it a Rory was it a plant under, by somebody from TaylorMade? Forgive it was forgiveness. Forgiveness. I got it. Yelled, yeah, I yelled. got it. And and Rory was not happy with the drive. He must have caught it off the heel or the yeah, toe. It was yeah. like spinny. Yeah. It wasn't like his normal shape. And he just goes far shit under his breath. <laughs> That's pretty good. Good reporting. Good insight from the ground. I love that stuff. Uh, can we talk about how objectionable that TaylorMade ad is or TaylorMade activation with Scheffler and Fleetwood on 18T? Awful. And they're putting you know, paint and, and whatever, stickums on the driver face and say intentionally miss it. Like just the whole thing rubs me the wrong way. You can hit it off. They were forcing you to hit it off the heel or the toe, and still we're still demonstrating. And just to have it be done at a place where you have used to hit driver mid iron, and now we're hitting it off the heel and the toe. It goes like Riviera, like added doing it at Riviera added to the sort of objectionableness of it. Um, and that hole where there's now driver red. It should some ammo. It's just gross. Why are we? Why are we? This I, is the Bryson quote. He wants to hit, swing it 500 miles an hour and still be able to uh, always go in the fairway. Like that was a God forgiveness. I feel like I mean I think it's kind of crazy, and it makes me wonder about what's going on. That Titleist did this huge video about farther or whatever yeah. the f- hell that thing that Doc- awful video doc. Oh, documentary. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. We could, could throw throw documentary around for that. Mutual admiration. <laughs> I don't Adver- I think it should be called it, I liked how they were calling it a video series or something. It should be an advertisement <laughs> advertisement series. 25 minutes. All right. So what about um, it? infomercial? Infomercial would be a perfect way to describe it. I mean they're anyways, saying the quiet part out loud. They're doing challenges well, so, to hit it. Off. Why 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 are they doing that now? Given the USGA yeah. thing yeah. is my question. Yeah. Kind of flaunting it. I they are. So is nothing happening? I mean, they're is trying something to something happening? Are they, and they're trying to get this out there? 
right? They're trying to market drivers. I guess they're just they'll figure out the USGA when it happens. So, is um, this like the uh, the Triton that got released? You know that didn't conform conform, and they're just trying to get get it off the off the racks before <laughs> before the USGA pops them. Uh, any other a couple of rib notes? You want to keep talking rib? Max Homa is your leader alongside uh, Keith Mitchell, who went out late on the late half and shot sixty four. Rom is one off the lead. Uh, he looked like every time I looked up, he was putting for birdie. Uh, he shot a 65, yeah. looked really good. <laughs> Matt Kuchar is back. This was the scene of his L2 can controversy. That's the last time he was notable at Riviera was people shouting at him about an L2 can. But he shot a 66. Uh, and Colin Morikawa, 66 after an MC last week. Um, odds and ends? Odds and ends. Um, I've been... You want to do the Hovland line, the scoreboard? A lot of people about that, 15 and 17, talking about similarly about the driver stuff, ball going too far, being able to hit it to a wedge on 18. Um, they put a giant scoreboard there. He was asked about TIO relief, I guess. I, I don't know if that was a joke, uh, but that was relayed. I think Michael S. Kim was tweeting about that, uh, asking about TIO drop for, for trying to hit it over the scoreboard. He did it anyways. Um, field issues. You have. Any, I heard you were on the ground shouting about Thomas Peters. Thomas Peters is shouting about himself, tweeting about how he's not in the field. Kind of an issue with the this invitational. This is insane. <laughs> this feels corduroy like, uh, and anti- Thomas Peters is what I heard you were yell- yelling about. Go ahead. It sounds like anti-Illinois bias. Well, I would just point out. I think he's represented by Excel. Excel would seem to have some influence about this field makeup, given the host. Get it in there. Marunk, Adrian how, Marunk's how, in but there. Here's the, hold on. Like, how is the 34th ranked player in the world not in this event when he wants to play in this event? This is a massive issue. I know he's not a PGA Tour member. He doesn't want to be a PGA Tour member. Okay. But if you're going to have these events that are effectively like mini majors, get the best players in the world in there. It's crazy. It's 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 nuts. the thing is, he wants to be there. Who who else we got in this field? I, I think Nick. It'd be one thing if he was the 65th player in the world. I wouldn't say anything, but this is one of the best players in the world. Nick Watney shot 80. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I mean. Why is and Luke, they, you know, yeah, I heard Luke Donald and Nick Nick Watney are the two that probably jump out the most. Yeah, I'm going to put you here in a little tight spot. You got Thomas Thomas Peters. You got your boy, your Chicago, and Luke Donald. You, I've heard some interesting rumors about Donald. What? Well, it's just like apparently he played in the pro am at the Hero uh, in the Bahamas. You know, they probably have a bunch of whatever well to do clients. And this was maybe this is why he got in the field here, as he was he was like, is this what we're doing? Is this the meritocracy we want? Is this the? I I don't I don't think that's why he got an exemption. He's a Ryder Cup captain. Maybe he's getting um, a closer look, like DL three was you know, at the Wyndham. At who? Who's he need to look at? Rory and Rom? He needs to be convinced. What's he looking at? Dietrich, I guess. Moronk, others. What about what if he was looking at the tank? I just think it's a smaller invitational field. Didn't finish before darkness, I should note. Still didn't get in before darkness. But 
if it's true that, you know, he's just a friend of the pro. I love Luke Donald. He's awesome. He's great. It's just not at the point where maybe that that's, that's the guy should be an elite event of elevated. Event I, so right if we want to talk about something that I've heard from the ground, I've heard a couple things like there are a lot of rumors are swirling about this, uh, about how they're going to fill fields. Yeah. Um, Talk to a, num- a number of players on, on many ends of the spectrum. And what I've been hearing is that the, the uh, commissioner's office is really pushing for 70 players, no cut. Okay. How do you feel about that? Seems fine. I need to think about it. Why, is, why does it have to be 70. I I feels like it could be me, closer to a hundred, like hundred. To me, that's just going right back down the WGC. Yeah, point. and I think it's a terrible miss. I I think there should be cuts. I think that why there would, should be yes. ways to play in. Yeah, there should be, but like this is this is again would be good for I our spread like the game. Thing, More no cut events that get the spread yeah. where these guys take out their beatings the last two rounds. It's got to be set up for players to play their way in. There has to be some, like, this is a great opportunity to create situations where players can play their way in on given weeks. They can have more storylines than just this guy won this week. Oh, this guy played his way into the next huge event. Um, This guy isn't in the next one. You know, there should be movement in and out of these things. You can't do the no cut. You you should do the cut thing. If they have 13 events without a, or 12 events without a cut. I mean, you're kind of playing into the live. I mean, you've yes. been ripping about live. You've been ripping live for a year about this. I mean, I don't. I think that the, the, the commissioner's office should be stripped of, of any ideating or power. To implement them, or is that what you're suggesting? I tour's on a good run right now. It's really exciting. Yes, really exciting. What's happening? The like this is this has been fabulous. I didn't even think Phoenix was all that great by Phoenix standards on Sunday, but it's just been a fabulous run. It's really since Cap Capalua. How about how about this? How about the day the tour players. just had with with Tiger? Yeah. The Tiger Rory, you know, you got Rom out in front. You got, you know, Morikawa is playing well. You got obviously Homa, who's won here before. You know, played great. You know, shaping up to be another great event. And their their competitor announced the signings of uh, of Mino, <laughs> Mean <Dean>. Bassey, <laughs> Mean Dean Burmeester, and maybe Danny Lee, who went out to Rancho Park to hit some golf balls. What is that? Oh, Danny Lee's rumored. Yeah, he's in the field this week, right? Yeah, and he went. I there's a picture. Uh, Claire Rogers showed me a a tweet or an Instagram that he was out at Rancho Park hitting golf balls. Why would he vacate the premises to go hit golf balls at Rancho Park? I've hit golf balls at Rancho Park. You don't want to go hit golf balls at Rancho Park if you can hit them at the at the at the Riviera. Riviera with you know with whatever ball you want. Yeah. Huh. Well, they delayed. This is news. They delayed news. We're getting news. They delayed that to Monday. The last four teams. 
Oh, wow. Which, like, makes sense. No one gives a shit. Like, they're announcing Dean Burmeester opposite this Tiger Rory JT show at Riviera of all, like, just so perfect. And no one cares. Like, we talk, I talked about this on Wednesday. I was like, why wouldn't you wait until a dead week where well, people they, just move on 10 minutes later? In, in December. They shouldn't all be announced. They should have if if they should have at least made this drama like oh so and so's between signing here and here, like they could have done so much with this. This is just such a it's such a Mickey Mouse organization. Um, the cliques might be the sorriest group I've ever seen for this. Is kind that of- Dick Bl- Dick Bland's on the yeah. team, right? Keimer, Cheeseburger, Graham McDowell, and Dick Bland. Oh. And like those guys have all accomplished, you know, some serious things in their career. Graham and Keimer specifically. But it's 2023. Dick Bland. 2023. And that's the competing product you're rolling out there? The cliques. That's like the clippers of the 2000, you know. That's terrible. Um I don't see it. Do you want to? Why can't the Magic Sticks just have a captain? Why do they have to list three co-captains? That's preposterous. Well, they got to share. They got to share the expenses across the three of them. <laughs> you mean they're expensing it to the company? Yeah. So, you know, all, all th- I think the other thing is all three of the captains have had had some financial. Well, issues they've been there. squeezed for various <laughs> reasons, or, yeah. so you know, had, so you don't want to enlist any of them to run the finances that's of the true. team. And Horsefield's the fourth. Uh, Kepka all of a sudden just has Matthew Wolf on his team. We hadn't heard anything about that, but High Flyers, who knows who they're filling the void with? There, Kepka, Kepka, Wolf, and Kokrak. You know, fine. Not particularly likable. Cohort. Your guy, your Cleveland. Is that your team? Since they got Kokrak? No, no. Kokrak seems like Kokrak seems like he's turned off more people in Cleveland than he has anywhere else in the world. Seems like he's rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. The anecdotes <laughs> I'm getting from home. Um, Neiman, Munoz, Pereira, and Puig. Torque. Did you did seems you go like on good... and do the the team the team selector? No, what's that? Oh, Some oh little my God. G- gimmick they got on their <laughs> website. It's insane. I did. The oh, whole do you thing fill out like a personality like quiz, 10, and they tell 10, you what team 10, you should root for? Twelve teams you choose, and you can go and you can pick your team. And it asks all these absurd questions. Here, let me find it. I'm like going to run cars? through it. You should... All right, you ready? I'm going to start now. Oh, God. I can't what motivates that. you? Winning, improvement, teamwork, or fun? What do you want me to click? Fun. Well, how could fun be motivating? That's a dumb... <laughs> that's really stupid. Which, I like this part. Which animal do you most identify no, oh my, with? <laughs> this, is, this is the league. This is what we're doing. <laughs> Ready? Bear, dolphin, eagle, stallion, wolf, or ram? Which one are you going with? Stallion. <laughs> is that just Phil because he likes to say that? All right. Which shot so gets strange. you out of your seat? The booming drive, the pin seeker, the spectacular save, the unmakeable putt. 
Unmakeable putt. What does that mean? If it's not made, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> getting out of my one? seat if it can't be made. Sure, do which it. Which one? Which one gets you out of the, your seat? I mean, pin seeker is the honest answer, but I like the notion of an unmakeable putt. How do you celebrate a winning putt? Composed wave, team high fives, fist pump, or do you go wild? <sighs> high fives, sure. Team high fives, yeah. all right. All right, pick your ideal golf course. Mayakoba, Sentosa. Somebody build incredible hours for this to create this thing. Mayakoba, Sentosa, Cedar Ridge, or No, come on. (laughs) That's what you have to pick? (laughs) Yeah. How many people have any familiarity with any of those? (laughs) Which one are you picking? What was the... Mayakoba, what was the second one? Sentosa. Jesus. Cedar Ridge. Is that the Tulsa one? The Cedar Ridge, yes. the Tulsa one? I'll do that. <laughs> Why those four? I don't know. All right. This is great. What color speaks to you? Blue slash cool, red slash warm, green slash light, or black slash dark? Green. <laughs> All right. What's your golf shirt style? Do you think someone <laughs> did this earnestly and just became a fan of one of these teams because of this quiz? <laughs> maybe maybe one hard. of the lift bots. Yeah. All right. Classic, striped, patterned, or loud? What's your shirt style? Classic. Classic. Roy look, Roy look good today. That's that nice. Oh, you like that? I you, love there's that. a lot of there's lots of chatter. The long a certain sleeve PGA polo? tour employee really didn't like the the long sleeve. Polo. Oh, you look crisp. He looked crispy. I loved that. I feel like you don't see that very much anymore, especially from Nike. It was. I think it was like a cashmere. It was like it a looked, sweater. Polo. It looked really good. I don't say um, that. I saw, you know, not paid for. Ad. All right. What music gets you in the zone? Hip hop, rock, country, dance, pop, or classical? I mean. Does like country music get somebody in the zone? I, I guess F- hip hop. Hip hop. We gotta move. This is this is absurd. What are you ordering in the nineteenth? It doesn't even make sense hole. in the nineteenth hole. Does, grill, it's missing the, that word. Yeah, yeah. Grilled cheese sandwich, chicken club sandwich, barbecue pork, pork sandwich, or ice cream sandwich. Ice cream sandwich. Chicken. Club. What, is, what Club. is the point of this? I don't know. Club. Club. All right. <laughs> Your team. This, I can't make this up. This is this is I'm not making this up. Your team is the cliques. <laughs> oh, Dick Plan. Keimer. Cheeseburger and McDowell. The team I just said is... It must have been picking the club sandwich. They don't have a damn chance. They have no chance. Oh, that's terrible. I I didn't mind. I got the rippers. Oh, good. That's that's good. Aussie. Aussie. You know what I heard today? What? This is alarming news. What? An unnamed PGA Tour employee informed me 
a stat, the biggest gainer in distance on the PGA Tour in 2022. It, last year, the biggest gainer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Brian Gay? I mean, it's got to be somebody starting from a low spot, I would imagine. Mark Leishman. Huh. He's trying to trying to become a power yeah, player. That's not the corner. That's just gonna be a bunch of flyouts. That's all that's gonna lead to is a bunch <laughs> of fly ball outs. That's all that's gonna happen. Getting under the ball. All right. That's crazy. Not we the, the bit goes on though. They don't have advanced stats on live, so we can just keep it going. <laughs> Pretend we never heard that. Um all right. all right, I think that's we does do golf it. advice. Yeah, the golf. Oh, we got to do club champion. I know golf yeah. advice is brought to you, club champion. I'd also note while well, we'll we'll fluff ourselves here. Pro shop, we got the baton boy bundle, just a unique work of art with the the drum major throw and the I hat. Watched Billy, two, I, I watched Billy. I watched Billy pants walk into two putts today, and and both times did they I go just in? Was dying. Yeah, they both went in. But the way he snuck up to him, it's just it's oh, you just, step uh, the step in the whole yeah. the whole routine <laughs> is just un it's it's so good in person. I love it. It's just just like it is like he's trying to sneak up on he somebody, and then he gets it. like yeah. this this wiggle with his body, yep. he, like gets yep. his body all contorted and in into the locked into place. It seems hard to it's replicate great... each time. Like each unique wiggle has to be, you know, it seems hard to get it down every time, but yeah, the, the baton boy bundle, just that's a silly piece of merch. It's great. It's a hat with the baton. It's the SGS logo on the hat and the baton is midair. The, the drum majors down on the shirt and it's midair. It's from the beautiful mind of Jason page that is available as are some really good layers. we got some good layering, some snap quarter snaps, some hoodies, things of that nature, things like that. So uh, pro go shop to the pro shop. I'd also suggest you subscribe to the uh, club TFE membership program. A uh, lot of good stuff. You posted something there today about George Thomas. Just, Oh, that went up on the website. <laughs> yes. Yep. Garrett put it up in the club TFE blog this afternoon. Uh, I didn't know where while you were going. musing about Riviera as you walked around. Uh, Garrett had a great profile of a uh, old McDonald on Wednesday, just kind of keeping the, the blog fresh. We got a, a hangout, virtual hangout next week. Come chat, call in with us. And I would just say subscribing helps keep us independent. There are a lot of, People that may go to these events and cover them from a certain bent, certain sponsor, certain association, certain player. Uh, we would like to keep going to events. We will keep going to events. We would like to stay as independent. We are going to, I mean, we're going to stay as independent as anyone. That's regardless. And just seeing and hearing about certain coverage and how it's born and why people show up and, and why they may not. Um, uh, subscribing you will get a bevy of content and it also helps support our mission of, of really staying independent and covering these things and, and getting you know getting to go places where we can produce more that that you want um all right let's yeah. do sgs I mean, golf go and ahead. it's like an article basically every day of the week you're getting At least, you're paying yeah, like and videos literally yeah. it's like it's like 30 sets an article when you break it down yeah yeah. So some of them probably should be reading. not worth five cents, but that's fine. Most of them are very good. I'm kidding. 
If you're re- if you're into golf and reading about golf, it's a it's a good value. I know I I'm very biased in determining that it's a good value, but yeah, I do believe that. Um, SGS Golf Advice is brought to you by Club Champion, our old friends. They've upped the ante. They are bringing they are bringing it this year. the The discount code is up to fifty percent off. With the fitting cost of a, with the purchase of a club, that's fifty percent off the fitting cost with the purchase of a club when you use the promo code Fried Egg. That's a significant bump from last year. I guess we 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 showed up. The sickos listeners used the promo code. They loved it. They're like, let's give them fifty percent off. Use promo code all caps Fried Egg at Club Champion when you check out. Get 50% off the fitting cost with the purchase of a club. Uh, look, it's pointless to go there. I know you would just, you're just the simpleton. You would just love to walk in the Wilson truck and say, give me everything you have. Dyna power, this, that, and the you other. You know what? Yeah. I heard some bad stuff on the range the, about the Dyna power. I was wondering if you got any Dyna on the Dyna power beat. You heard it at Pebble. Now you're back on it again at Riv. What happened? <laughs> yeah. I just 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 heard some troubling uh, firsthand reports from it. Like, what do you mean? You can't tease us like that. I don't want to go too far into it. I don't want. I don't want to. You know, I'm trying to be a good journalist. I don't want to expose any sources. You know. Well, but uh, but it didn't stay in the bag long. Oh shit! But the good thing we love about Club Champion, despite our little Dynapower. love here unrequited love of wilson here in the start of the year great thing we love about club champion is it's brand agnostic they're not going to tell you this one is especially far giving or this one is a spec like you should do this you should do that they test you out they let you hit for as long as you can uh they got 60 plus brands they're like this one didn't work for you too well it seems like your swing didn't match up real well with this club 60 plus brands, 100 locations international, internationally, 50,000 hittable head and shaft combos. You have the in-depth like track man. You get the full numbers, truly custom data-driven fitting access and top trained master fitters. This is If you're going to invest in clubs, this is the way to do it. Don't screw around just trying to ask for Dyna Powers out of, out of the back of an F-150. Actually, go get fit properly. Um, you will see the immediate increase in uh, averages i think it's 22 yards off the tee after getting fit at club champion so use the promo code fried egg and that's 50 percent off the fitting cost with the purchase of a club sgs golf advice do you have anything uh, you want to jump you want to jump yeah to? well you 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 start um you want and me to, i'll uh, i'm gonna pull one up can i can i i'm gonna start and i don't want to i don't want to it's a chicago and it seems like um so I don't want to be callous. He's the title is mental reps. Oh, can we can we do a rebuttal real quick? Yeah, I got um. There, uh, this is follow up from the old cool guy, and uh, kept forgetting from, the guy's name, and then he said yeah. The wrong so name. so okay. last last week's golf advice, old cool guy. You know, he ended up calling the old cool guy the wrong name on the way out. That had forgotten his name a bunch. Yeah. Kyle Texter says the move is to keep calling him Tony. This guy can't 
even remember meeting you multiple times. You got to give it back to him. Just keep calling him Tony. That sounds <laughs> good. Like that. Sounds good. You know what? It, this is, happened to one of my parents. Uh, the wife's name was Tony, like uh, Tony Braxton or something, T-O-N-I-E. And I think one of my mom or dad called the husband Tony. And that like he was Bob or something. And then for the rest of their life, they just tried to, they called the guy Tony. They're like, do we have to call him Tony when that's the, the female's name, the woman's name? Uh, so I, I think you just lean into it. Keep going with Tony. This is um, titled Mental Reps. This little, I don't, I'm not under feeling this one. I don't understand it. I live in Chicago and it's winter, so I haven't hit a golf ball outdoors since Thanksgiving trip to Florida. Am I getting better with all of the mental reps I've been taking? Or do I need to find a dome? Is watching the pros and studying their tempo and setup going to make me good by April? Or am I going to come out of hibernation with too many swing thoughts? Obviously, I know real reps are best, but does it actually help to think about my swing while I can't play? I mean, we could call in Sean Foley I, or David Ledbetter. I feel like this sounds, no, this I need sounds more terrible. Infor- I, need, I need more information. Mental reps? I, uh, what kind of player is he? I think there's different levels of this. I think breaks are really good sometimes. Yeah, I I would just get free. Don't think about this stuff. Go ahead. I think that like there are things you could do that'll make you way better with a break. And I do think thinking about it, watching golf, getting mental reps is a good one. If you actually know how to apply the stuff. Like if I heard something on the telecast, I think Zinger said it a few weeks ago that like Zinger. I hadn't been playing golf. I actually Zinger like come to do golf. No, I actually had I I picked up something from what he said yeah. on a telecast and I applied it. it the next round and it was he talked about he's like he was talking about a fairway bunker shot and throwing your hands at the ball, and I understood that like one of the hard things with bunker shots is getting right uh, the uh, fairway bunker shots is keeping your legs out of it like if your lower body gets into it you're gonna you're gonna struggle out of fairway bunkers so like the idea of throwing your hands at it it's like oh your my hands need to go be the loud part like that clicked with me it worked but like you have to have some baseline of understanding of the golf swing to do that so if you're like a 18 handicap this isn't gonna work this is what my dad does every winter. This is what he watches the telecast and he says, "Oh, if I could do this, I'll be I'll do this." And it doesn't work. It <laughs> it, it it drives me insane. But if you know what you're what what All if right, you have like a good. baseline of understanding. Maybe he's good. I think it can make you good. But I think just doing a bunch of mental reps, expecting to be good in April because you did that is a little bit over it's better than not doing any mental reps. I guess. Sure. Sure. That's fair. Um, all right. Next one. Jen- Jennifer got a oh. woman emailer. We we get a fair amount of, we, of women emailers, women feedback. They, they're much smarter at this than us. You know, we had Brenda Bon Voyage, Brenda or something. She was giving us, she was starting answers like, you guys answered this one wrong. You should have done this. But this is Jennifer. Got a fair amount of, of women emailers. I'm a 28 handicap, play with low handicappers, can move my way around a course with the best of them and respect the game. Basically, I'm easy to play with despite being a high handicap. 
2011, my now husband introduced me to the game, but I told him there's no way you can teach me or quote, this will not last. I ended up learning from a great pro in the Boston area. I don't want to get too personal. Um, she just, uh, first big round. Yeah. She's playing big, big girl round of golf now in Hawaii. Fast forward to 2014, we're preparing for her trip to Scotland to attend the Ryder Cup and play old course Royal Thornick, Turnberry, a bunch of good courses. Knowing the forward tees in Scotland aren't as forgiving as in the U.S., I started practicing from the white tees at our club to work on my distance. One day, I was setting up to tee off, and I saw an old guy stop as he was coming off the nearby green. I teed off, and he immediately yelled, You're on the wrong tees, as only a true New England curmudgeon could. He was not joking. I just looked at him and I held my tongue since I don't want to get kicked out of the club for telling him to F off. <laughs> Everyone talks about growing the game, but for women, the misconception that we suck and play slow is discouraging enough, let alone assholes yelling shit like this at you. How would you tell your women golfer friends to respond if someone did that to them? And how do you think we can help remove the stigma women golfers face? I... I think it's I would tell him. Question. I would tell him to fuck off, like your inclination. But I guess you don't want to get kicked out of the club. I think we can help remove the stigma by um, preaching. Don't be an asshole. I don't think you should shout. I don't know. I, I guess if someone's really slowing you down and they're playing, they they're terrible and they're on the wrong tees. I guess you could shout at something. Somebody. I don't think you should shout at a woman golfer trying to get into the game or play in the game that she's on the wrong tees. Like, stop. Don't be an asshole. You have any thoughts on helping um, remove the stigma and then how would you respond if you were in that spot? Yeah, this is a hard question. I think like this, this is a common issue at clubs. And obviously, there's a huge stigma with, I think, women golf and, and pace of play. And it's not true. Not always true. I mean, there's, there's slow players, lots of slow players at every club, male or female. And, you know, I think this is like, I, I don't even know what the right way to approach it is, but I think I would say I would probably, I would definitely confront the person that's yelling this. Yeah. I would, I would go up to him and be like, I'm, Playing as quickly as I'm as I can. It didn't even all... sound like it was a pace of play issue. Guy yeah. was just my wasn't. It was came over from a different hole to say you're on the wrong tees just to get the takeoff. I mean, I would say I'm trying to have fun. You She's know, also practicing like a, for Scotland. That's a, I think that one of the things too that frustrates me is like everybody goes to play golf to like get away and have fun. It's a recreation activity, and so many is so many times it, people take it so seriously, it like ruins their recreation. Right, you know. Right. Well, we get a lot of emails to that effect. So, <clears throat> like, why why do you play something if you don't like? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I, I think like I hope that stigma is being removed. Here's the one thing, like a lot of these people who are new to the game and maybe women, like they're not comfortable to begin with. Can we try to make them more comfortable? Can we try not like, like they're trying to not like, I just, there's no reason to be an asshole. Just think about the bigger picture here. And that goes for kids. 
that goes for bad golfers, women, men, or otherwise, like try to make them more comfortable. If they're doing something like ripping up the course, then I guess speak out, obviously. But like going out of your way to shout, like it's just a dumb thing to do. And it sounds like the guy was a curmudgeon. So uh, you have one you want to go to? I But I think you're well, well within your rights to say F you back to him or confront him as you both as you said and i said so uh i got one more you want me to go you go you go go. i'll be ready next time you having computer trouble you've been just yeah too busy no i'm not having computer i can't i can't read something while giving golf advice you know i'm not being good golf advice if i'm trying to read um all right couples outing my name is tony listen you guys for a while um Dilemma that my fiance and have fiance and I have is that every Labor Day weekend we play in a fun, or at least it's supposed to be, couples outing. We like to drink, jam to tunes, have fun while we play. However, the other couple that we golf with in this outing oh, is I out like for blood. One. I read this. Out for blood. If you win this outing and win all the skins, you might get fifty dollars a person back. Anyways, we had had dominated the outing three years in a row until last year we laid an egg. My fiance and I had an opportunity to golf with another couple. Well, they aren't as good of golfers. They like to have fun like we do. We just don't know how to tell the other couple that we want to explore our other options. We want to go play the field, allegedly. So also, adding to the trouble, the guy that is in the couple that's out for blood is my boss. And both of them will be in our upcoming oh wedding. No. All sorts of moving parts here. Please send help. Um. That's that's a quad. I would. It seems like a fun Labor Day weekend out with low stakes. You get fifty dollars back. I think you could just say you're great friends, but let's like let's mix it up. Let's go explore the world and try to play with different people. And you're still in our wedding. I guess it's complicated by telling your boss you don't want to play golf with them and his wife. Seems like an issue. It is. It's a big issue, right? But this fact that they're serious, the boss. Yeah, it is. I mean, I don't know. I mean, some people are just super competitive on the golf course, and I get that. Like, I I don't I don't like losing on the golf course. Nobody does. right? Right. But you have to be able to be tasteful and have fun. Right. You have to be somebody that's like fun to play with, even if it's competitive. Right. Yeah. I think you just make up an excuse and say, like, you know, so and so preemptively asked and reserved for some That's of you it. guys, and you just I, you could be the one that initiated, but they are none the wiser. And you say, "Look, sorry, we got booked up, and you know we'll see you at the wedding. I'll see you at work, and we'll just try this one year." Right? I think I think you should just try and set up. You should say, "Hey, this people asked us to play." I think you could even like come up with like a "I've been blowing them off" type thing, yeah. and I really got to play. With them, I haven't done this, but but why don't we play? Make it even lower stakes, right? Why don't we play another time? You know, give an, another date out where you can play with them. Yeah, that's not as uh, not within this outing, this annual deal that seems to have yeah. some sort of importance to a fair amount of people. So, all right, I think that does it for SGS golf advice. Thanks to Club Champion. Uh, we'll be back Monday. Uh, God, what a great day of golf. What a great night of golf. Hopefully, uh, you know, next three days should be just as fun. We'll, uh, we'll be back Monday to wrap it up. 